It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Hey everybody, welcome to this lovely Memorial Day Monday edition of the Locked On Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Network. I am your host, Becca Winker, also known as Becca MVP on Twitter, so give me a shout out. I would like to thank you all for listening. Thank you so much. This is my second podcast for Locked On Wizards and my first solo podcast at that, so I hope it goes well. (laughs) I'm starting a series where I go into detail about individual members of the Washington Wizards squad, and it's mostly about what makes them them and how they add to the Wizards team competitively. Today is all about Kelly Oubre, which, I mean, most of you know him as Wave Poppy, and the ladies know him as Ube because, I mean, he's drop-dead gorgeous. He has green eyes and amazing hair, and as a matter of fact, the lady friends who I know that follow basketball love him, and they often claim him as their favorite player. Um, when the Wizards gave away bobbleheads, actually, of Kelly Oubre, I had several friends requesting that I would try to snag an extra one for them, but unfortunately I could not do that, and they were very upset. So anyways, that being said, for the basics, Kelly is 22 years old, he's a small forward, and he wears the number 12. He's 205 pounds and is 6'7". However, there's more to Kelly than being good-looking, so let's get started and kind of go into detail about him. Kelly Oubre Jr. was born on December 9, 1995 in New Orleans, Louisiana, which is one of my favorite places, by the way. Kelly Oubre Sr. and Tanya Coleman are his parents, and he's the one, of, one of the younger players on the roster at the age of 22. I don't know how many of our listeners are into horoscopes. I am, but to an extent. I don't check it daily, but... Kelly Oubre Jr. is a Sagittarius, and the traits associated with that astrologic sign are being energetic and exuberant. And I think those traits reflect Oubre's personality. I mean, you can see him on the court laughing and smiling, and he really brings that energy off the bench when we need him the most. So I'd have to agree he's a true Sagittarius. Being from New Orleans... Most people don't really think about this or know this, but Kelly Oubre Jr. is a survivor of Hurricane Katrina. 
In 2005, him and his father actually left the city when he was nine, and they relocated to Houston, Texas. Kelly Oubre Sr. actually told the media that he wanted to give his son a different atmosphere, and he took this opportunity to do so. Being just him and his father, Kelly would just play basketball weeknights and weekends, and it didn't take his dad to know how talented he was. I mean, he just became so, you know, good at it. He just had to train him and see where it goes. His father also played basketball growing up, so it was almost natural for him. In order to train him in the best way that he could, Kelly's father learned physiology and made him do plyometric exercise to help increase his explosiveness, which has paid off severely for the Wizards. So thanks for that, Kelly Oubre Sr. That being said... He played for George Bush High School in Fort Bend County, Texas, for the first three years of his high school career. And for his senior year, Kelly ended up in Henderson, Nevada, to play for Finlay Prep, which is known for prestigious basketball. And I think it's important to mention, Kelly Oubre was noticed by countless recruiters And he was actually a social media star even before college, having over 15,000 followers on Twitter. Even though he was, like, so young, Kelly understood how important having a social media presence was, and he wanted to use it to his advantage. He told reporters, It's becoming a business. Everything about this aspect is a business. It's not just basketball. I found that so mind-blowing that he would think that way, even as a high schooler, because it's so true. I mean, if you post a YouTube video, you can become an online sensation overnight. It's, you know, it's just incredible. After we take a quick break, when we come back, we will discuss Kelly's days in college and how Jayhawks fans viewed him. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to this episode of Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. And today we are discussing all things Kelly Oubre, so thank you for joining us. Now's the time to discuss college. As far as college went, Kelly Oubre Jr. would land at Kansas and become a star. While at Kansas, Oubre was named Big 12 Newcomer of the Week twice and received several other honors. In his season with the Jayhawks, Kelly averaged 9.3 points, 5 rebounds, and 1.1 steals per game. At Kansas, Oubre was known as the versatile player who can find his own shot and defend the opposing team's best player. What's interesting about this is Kansas had acquired Joel Embiid and Andrew Wiggins for their 2012 and 2013 season. And that season, they actually received their 10th straight Big 12 title. 
they defeated their rival Kansas State and was able to win the championship for the tournament. Embiid and Wiggins would leave for the NBA draft, so it left Kansas with a lot of work to do and they needed to acquire players. The Jayhawks picked up none other than R. Kelly Oubre along with Cliff Alexander and were determined to win their 11th straight title, which they did, but it was actually without Alexander due to an investigation ran by the NCAA. And the competition was tough and it was intense, but the team managed to win. So, you know, it really showed how Kelly, how talented he was. I have a good friend actually named Patrick, and I was able to talk to him a little bit about Kelly's time with the Kansas Jayhawks since Patrick is actually, well, I consider him the biggest Jayhawks fan. (laughs) On Twitter, he's very active. In his words, Kelly could hit the three ball, take it to the hole and slam it, He had a jumper as smooth as butter and could create his own shots. He was a fan favorite, and of course the girls would go crazy for Ube. (laughs) Patrick says that he always reminded him of, like, the Bruno Mars of basketball. Well, for me, it's, you know, I mean, he's like Bruno Mars. He's pretty smooth, and he has a lot of energy, and I've seen videos of him dancing, so I guess... You know, I can agree with that, but he's for sure taller than Bruno Mars, I think. We're going to take a quick break, and I will see you on the flip side. You're listening to the Locked on Wizards podcast. Next time you see us, we'll be discussing Kelly's fashion, the role on the Wizards team that he has, and his struggle with mental health. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, and thank you for joining me on this Kelly Oubre edition of Locked on Wizards. In the 2015 draft, Kelly Oubre was drafted as and was sent to the Washington Wizards. And I think something I'll never forget on draft night was seeing Kelly's shoes. Kelly wore these silver slippers with spiky studs, I guess. And I remember seeing an interview and Kelly was explaining to the press how they were Christian Louboutin And he's been waiting to get this pair forever. And he said, you can see the regular dress shoes. They're definitely shoes with extraterrestrial stuff going on. They're a little out there, so I wore them to the draft. Me personally, I think that's when I knew Oubre was special because here he was at the NBA draft and he just, you know, all the players had worn their slippers and their shoes, but He had these, you know, really blingy and extravagant shoes, and it was just, like, so cool. And when I found out he was going to the Wizards, I was like, yep, that's it. Like, he's going to be, like, definitely one of my favorites for sure. I think for him it was all about when he goes to the NBA, he wants to 
you know, maintain his brand and just keep it moving. So that being said, you know, when he came to the Wizards game, he would wear like these amazing pregame outfits and we would see all his street style outfits on Instagram. He even sported a supreme leg sleeve, which was apparently so impressive to Justin Bieber that he Instagrammed it to his 100 million followers. And last year, Kelly was a CDFA ambassador at the New York Fashion Week and desires to start a fashion label of his own. So it's safe to say that he's the most fashionable player of the team besides John Wall. And I guess I could sit here and dissect all of Oubre's looks, but I think it's important to discuss his role with the Wizards. Like at Kansas, Kelly continues to create his own shots and drive to the hoop with some really amazing dunks. With a 7-foot wingspan, he defends some of the best players in the NBA and challenges them super well. Like, I remember there's been games where he guards some of the best. Like, he'll guard LeBron, he'll guard Steph Curry. He's just, I mean... He's not scared to guard anyone. He just goes out there and he just does his best, and that's really admirable. He brings a lot of passion as well. And during the 2017-2018 season, he averaged his best, which was 11.8 points, 1.2 assists, and 4.5 rebounds per game. In the three years that he's had with this team, I feel like his minutes have increased, and the more that time goes on, he maintains a bigger role with the squad. So for me, one of the most memorable Oubre moments was during the Wizards-Celtics series in the Eastern Conference semifinals, and I'm sure all Wizards fans remember it. During Game 3, Kelly Olenek set a hard screen for Oubre, which knocked him to the floor pretty badly, but... Oubre didn't, like, hesitate at all to come up to Olenek and shoved him right back to the ground. Being at the game, I was, like, so scared because my dad and I were sitting at the opposite side of the court from where the incident happened, and it just looked so bad. Like, I thought that Oubre had knocked out Olenek cold and he was never going to play basketball again. But thankfully, the shove didn't really cause much of a disturbance. He was suspended for Game 4, but he earned the approval of Wizards owner Ted Leonsis. And Ted actually sported Kelly's jersey for that game, and he even tweeted a photo of him in Oubre's jersey with the hashtag Free Oubre, which I thought was, you know, pretty badass. Along with being the most fashionable, best-looking player in the NBA, I think It's really important for me to discuss that Kelly Oubre Jr. has chose to open up this season on his struggles with depression and anxiety, which makes him super relatable to his fans and especially the young ones that look up to him. With Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan coming forward with their thoughts on mental health, Kelly opened up about, you know, all of his personal concerns. He just made himself so vulnerable to the media. He explained that he's had a lot of obstacles in life And like many people, he has his own set of issues. Whenever he's in a rut, he says he goes to a quiet place and just breathes, which I think is a great example for so many young players, you know, or young, just young people in general. Just, you know, sit there, relax, breathe, have some water, just 
you know, remove yourself from any situation and just move forward. Kelly Oubre actually told Chase Hughes that athletes are not just superheroes. And, you know, just because they look like superheroes on the outside, they have their own issues and they're just human beings. As someone who is a regular person, such as myself, I struggle with anxiety and depression. I really admired Kelly's bravery, and I found his words extremely relatable. I mean, we're all taught to have a brave face and, you know, pretend like our issues aren't there, especially in this day and age. I found it extremely relatable, and it was just amazing that he was able to come out and say, hey... I'm your superhero basketball player, and I have my own set of problems, too. I just, I thought that was amazing. I hope Oubre has a lot of success because he's only 22 years old, and he has so much more potential than he's already shown us. So I'm excited to see how he stacks up next season and what kind of role he has with the Washington Wizards. On that note, this episode has come to an end. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you would like to discuss all things Kelly, please at me on Twitter at BeccaMVP. I would love to hear your thoughts on Kelly and how he's performed with the team. Until next time, please have a safe and fun Memorial Day weekend, and I will see you soon. I got too much on my mind right now. I ain't got the time to get you sent I got too much on my mind right now. Tell that hero tail, get my baby back Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.